right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is May 7th, 2018, and this is episode 7 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. I got Steve across the table from me. We have no guests tonight. It's just going to be me and him, so this could go a lot of different places. Pressure's on. It is. It is. All right. To begin with, our email address, hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. This is starting to become a gag with Steve because I like to spell it, but that's H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-A-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram, so just search for Hot Take from the Kitchen. And before we start, I just want to apologize to Michelle for almost making her cry with the Rick Houchin episode. <laughs> I didn't know I was that depressing but i guess it wasn't depressing you you were very relatable i think to some people i think everyone can relate to being something maybe holding them back and um you know for you it just happens to be you get bashful i guess is what we'll say around women it is yeah. who you are and it is. god bless you i just checked your email we have nothing all right. It doesn't surprise me. No. But, all right. Just once again, I'm sorry, Michelle. Um, one thing, a bit of housekeeping. So if you actually do us a solid, go over to our Facebook page and review us. And then also whatever medium you're using to listen to us, if you could go and then give us a review and rate us, hopefully Cinco Stars. Yes. And uh, we'd appreciate that. That's something we are slowly working on. And uh, we do have some reviews on Facebook. I know we have two on iTunes, but I think those are just me and you. Yeah, so. patting ourselves on the back, <laughs> saying how awesome we are. Oh, we are. All right. Um, so we'll head on to the first one. Might as well. Stack of hot takes. I'm putting you on the spot. Pick something. It's going to be the Golden Knights. Okay. All right. So we're talking about Golden Knights. All right. Are we ready? Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> our first topic in our plate of hot takes is going to be the NHL expansion team, the Vegas Golden Knights, or they made it to the Western Conference Finals last night which is kind of exciting for an expansion team to make it that far in the playoffs. I mean, let alone make the playoffs, but to make it to the conference finals, and they're actually a favorite to actually win it all. So. Yeah, I don't – I can't decide if that's good for hockey or bad for hockey, that an expansion team's doing so well. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy, right? It is. I mean, it's a bunch of cast-off players that nobody wanted, and they're going so far. They're kind of crazy. They're definitely playing with a little bit of edge. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see a pro sports team working in Vegas. I think this is definitely not the last. Well, it's a good sign for the Raiders. Yeah, the yep, definitely. Um, here, I got a hot take for you. All right. I believe LeBron James is the best basketball player I've ever seen with my eyes. <sighs> And I say that with reluctance, but as much as I've tried to fight it over the past three years, he's amazing. I agree. He's a special player. 
I just, I don't know. I'm a hater, I guess. <laughs> well, and, and I am too. I, but Chris, I was the same way with Michael Jordan when he was playing. He was yeah. always beating the Pistons. But I just think Michael has a bigger drive than LeBron James does. What I don't like about it's not LeBron James' fault is how everybody is buddy buddy now. Yes. Well, it's not that. It's how the media. I mean, Saturday or Saturday, whenever after he made the game-winning shot, that's all they were showing on Sports Center. It's like, well, sure, moved. it was a good shot, but you know what? It didn't. All it did was win them a game. It moves and they need it. And then they celebrated like they won the championship. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> part of the so problem. Now is, I hope they lose the next four games to Toronto. Well, Toronto's all mad. Like you're gonna stand up on the table. Yeah. Do that just because you hit a shot to yeah. win a game. Well, it didn't win. Didn't, it the, didn't win the series, and didn't. I don't know. I'm just. It's your get off my lawn, old man moment. I don't mind stuff. I don't mind anything that brings fun into the game. So I don't mind him jumping up there. You know, that's the Mike Golick rule of sports: is if you don't like LeBron jumping up on the scorer's table. Block the shot, and then he doesn't jump up there. So well, it was bad defense. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, yeah. And if you're Cleveland, I mean, if you're Toronto, why did you not double team him? Like, get the ball out of his flipping hands. I think they should have fouled him. Hey, oh, yo, he's not, the, he's not the greatest free throw shooter. Yeah, I so. mean, you have a lot of strategies here than what they didn't do. <laughs> of course, we're playing. You know, we got hindsight on our side, but yeah. So you got a hot take. Uh, I guess my other one was Nestle paying $7.5 billion to market Starbucks products, all their coffee and stuff like that. It's pretty hefty price. And well, I mean, again, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't like Nestle's hair because of the Great Lakes thing, right? We've talked about that before on our podcast. And, and you're not a big fan of Starbucks. So it's like – it's. I think food. Starbucks is overrated. Well, it's mostly it's their – Chill drinks. Just yeah, give me coffee. Yeah, frappuccino, frappuccino, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but it's not Nestle's fault. It's no, oh, it's our government's fault. Don't hate the Michigan. player, hate the game. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, I guess good for Starbucks. Yeah, the rich um, get, keep getting richer. Yeah, money making money. So, and let me give you one more. Let's see something that's pretty current event. Oh, I got something for you. Pistons fired the coach today. Yes. You happy or sad about it? I think it was time. They probably should have fired him after he made the Blake Griffin trade. But that's I, just me. I know you don't like that Blake Griffin trade. I think that they wanted to keep Stan as a coach, but I don't think they wanted him as a GM. And I think they asked him if he would be willing to relinquish. And I think he said no. And I think this is where we're at now. Things like that just don't work out. Yeah. So who do you want as the next business coach? You know, I haven't thought about it much, but why not Cherry Stackhouse? He's doing pretty good in the G League coaching. Stack would be it. I mean, he's a former Pistons. Bill Lambier. I like. I think they had Billy Lambs. That would be a good one. Um, he did good work with the shot. I really think Chauncey's got a shot of being our next GM. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think that's why he didn't take the Cleveland GM job. I think he was holding off for the Detroit. Oh, Shim Beckler mentality. Yeah. 
We're gonna have a Michigan man coach our team. Let's have some Piston guys run the team. Yeah. I don't. I think those will both be good people to have. Um, I think Chauncey would be good in the front office. I've heard nothing but amazing things about Chauncey. I guess I never realized he was that smart and savvy and everything that goes along with that. He's a personal person. And as for Billy Lambs, I think his no nonsense, maybe kind of hard attitude would probably actually be refreshing for some of the problems that you and I don't like about the Pistons. Yeah, it's just they're in a bad situation. Right? Well, yeah, they're a hot mess. That's for certain. Um, but they're our team, so what are we going to do? Yeah, they won sooner than the Lions have. So. Yeah. Um, it looks like the Sixers might pull it out against the Celtics, possibly. So we weren't completely, utterly wrong. We did think that Philadelphia was going to be Boston, although they're only up by 10 with three minutes to go. So maybe Boston still will. Sweep, sweep the Sixers, which would be absolutely nuts. Well, that would be kind of funny. Mm. That's just sloppy basketball. Anyway. That's the thing that I've noticed with Philadelphia is the pressure this series has really affected them and their guards. And it almost seems like Philadelphia doesn't know what to do when Ben Simmons doesn't want the basketball. And that's what you're seeing. It's like, and he doesn't know what to do when someone's right up in him, like just all upon him, you know, and whether it was coming this series or next series, because Lord knows he was going to get up. LeBron was going to send a message to that young kid. You just got to have the other players step up too. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a perfect type of series for them to lose. Um, and then kudos to Brad Stevens. Unbelievable. He's quite the coach. Yeah. Un- really. What he's done with losing his top two players is and, kind of amazing. And how much for Danny Ainge to have the foresight to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick this guy nobody wants me to give him a six-year deal. And then, wow. He did it with Butler. He's doing it with Boston now. So, so that's some hot takes. I think that'll that's more hot takey we've probably been this entire podcast yeah. so far. So. All right. All right. Our first topic tonight, I guess, for our longer discussion is Steve's upcoming graduation from Northwood University again, getting his MBA this year. So how do you feel? Well, I just got done. Before, I mean, I literally got done in the door over here. I feel pretty good. Um, kind of sad. I mean, it's, there's a whole glass case of emotion. So, <laughs> I'm in a glass case of emotion. So, um, like, so all the good is like I'm I'm done with school. Like I'm burnt out. You know, probably no doctors in the future. What? No doctors. Well, I mean, if you talk to Taylor and Liz, they want to go get our doctor. And I think one guy is. One guy's already claimed, stuck his flag in the ground that he's going to in the fall. Good for him. Um, yeah, good for him. Must be young enough to. I know. I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say never, but as of right now, no. Um, first of all, I think Allison would kill me. And then second of all, um, it's expensive. Education isn't cheap. It's definitely. Um, you know, the government's kind of kind of messed it up a little bit by giving out some funny money. And, I mean, probably I benefited from the funny money. I won't lie. If it wasn't for the fact to be able to get the loans, the grants, and everything, I probably wouldn't be able to do it. So, I mean, I'm the first one to – but, of course, that's inflated costs. I mean, that's why school's just so 
outlandishly expensive. So um, I've the one thing I didn't expect was I did not think I'd become as close with the people I've gotten to know over the past two and a half years. But it's kind of like, you know, when you do something like when you serve together or when you're in something together that's kind of intense, you form a bond. And of course, these there was 13 of us, no, 14 of us when we started. Now there's only 11. And uh, it's nuts. <clears throat> I think, you know, four or five of them, I'll probably talk to at least once a month. I mean, because I know I still do. I, I, I mean, my Paul and Taylor, I talk to almost once a week. Garrett, too. Ryan, <clears throat> who's skipping graduation. You would love Ryan. Um, he's your kind of guy. Graduation's overrated. Well, you're just sitting there listening to people talk just so you can walk over across the stage for 10 seconds. Yeah. You don't even get your degree then. It's a fake one. It is. Yeah. And I believe we, I mean, my instructor gave me my grade, so I know I passed, but I believe the, some people won't even know if they passed, you know, because the instructors don't have to submit grades, I think, after graduation. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It but yeah, that's, I mean, I don't think people are around here too much. I mean, I'm glad I got it done. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, if I could maybe teach part-time at ACC or something, that's the ideal goal. And if anything, it's just something I could fall back on in case life happens, which was the whole point of it. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So. I mean, Allison knows the story, but, you know, some people do. But um, I remember I got this email from GM. Man, it was like – it was the September of Labor Day, of the Labor Day weekend from GM talking about getting your master's degree through this GM-based program through Northwood. And I was like, oh, I don't have to Northwood. And I went and talked to my mom that Labor Day weekend in September. And she wasn't doing too well. I mean, as you know, back in September, my mom was at 100%. But um, I was telling her what I was thinking about doing. And she was like, I don't, why would you do that if you're, you know, I know how much you love it where you're at. And, you know, and I was like, well, I don't know. I just, you know. And I remember um, it was like, it was when my mom got out of the hospital and we took her to her home and she was waiting for me to come by at work. And she was like, if you want to go back to school, you should, because life's way too short and you shouldn't sit there and wonder because that's the worst thing. It's like one of the last things she said to me. So wise words, wise woman, wise woman. And so that kind of put me on the course, you know, and um, lo and behold, here I am. So it was a long, I mean, you know, it's been, there's been some hard times in it, yeah. but I get the kind of the carrot to the end of the stick here. I finally get to grab it here uh, next to Saturday, and uh, I'm glad Alice will be with me because she's certainly been a huge part of it. I'm glad she's been able to go, like, you know, I mean, you know, I go away for a week at a time, and she'd come down for like half of it, or at least the weekend. And she kind of, you know, with the first two weeks out, times I went, she's like, and, you know, even on talking online, you're like, I hear you talk about these people all the time, and it's kind of nice for her to put like a, a name, a face to the name, and you know, get them and get them to know her and her know them, and um, all that stuff. Because you know, she's got her favorites. You know, like Ryan's her favorite. I hear you talk about these people all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. Know, I, I, don't know I um, you know, I mean, I take a bolt for any of them, not in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta protect that. But I mean, maybe in the league or something. <laughs> maybe in the league. I thought about maybe trying to do like an approximate podcast Saturday. Um, I talked to Paul. Paul would. This is made for Paul. He could talk for hours. And Taylor would be fun. Taylor and John, who are from Alabama, just because 
I just want to hear them talk. Oh, they come from Alabama. Okay. Um, we have one person from Alabama, one person from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, one person's, well, we actually technically have two people from Atlanta. Okay, so Ryan, I know, I'm sorry. So Ryan's dad owns the dealership in Atlanta and a Pocatello, Idaho. But then Ryan is a district manager for GM in Dallas. So he currently lives in the Dallas area, as does Chelsea. So they're both in Texas. Um, Liz owns a Buick GMC in St. Louis. Um, Garrett's in Pittsburgh. Molly's in Flint. I'm in Alpena. And um, who else from Will is in New Orleans. Oh, and everywhere. Yeah. Well, and that's what they would do is we would be all over. And then once a semester, we all came to Detroit. And then we spent, you know, we talked all, all the time, obviously, online, and we would work projects together, but we would have that one week. You know, the first week, I have two regrets through this whole program. And the first regret is I didn't take more pictures. Like, I always say that. I'm like, I wish I would have taken more pictures. And I just didn't know these people well enough at the time. And I wish I would have taken a group picture sooner. So I started doing group pictures and then now of course it's over and you're like, Oh, I wish that first week, you know, first time we got together, but you're like, well, you got into picture taking later. Yeah. But you know, I'm just like, like, I remember even, I didn't bother to really Facebook request some of these people until like day three or four, you know, you got to vet them first. Well, yeah. You know, and they, and I, I remember even Paul is like, Oh my God, this crazy asshole. Like, just can't believe Facebook requested me after only knowing me for two days. But, you know, I mean, one, it's me always worst case scenario. It's right. Like I got to know these people because if something happens and I need to get information about the class or whatever, I need to be able to get a hold of them. And we started this group chat and, you know, then we, even when, I, even when we're having a bad day, like one of us is having a bad day, we'll just shoot yeah. something off like, Rah! and then, you know, we'll all kind of be like, yeah, it sucks. Screw the sun. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's about it. Let's oh, let me flip the script. All right. You were going to school for a while. You're thinking about going back, or like I shouldn't say school. You were testing. Yes, I was studying for the CPA exam. Uh, it's a possibility now. We'll see. I mean, <clears throat> something happened last week. I don't want. A lot to get out, but well, I mean, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Then, but. I know you started it, and it's hard, right? Like, I mean, not everyone just becomes a CPA, so it's not like you know. Um, but at the same time, I mean, what you do is you are an accountant, so you kind of it would. That's the championship belt running waste. It is. I want to further my career, and most likely have to. Try again. So we'll, see. we'll see. Do you feel you're maybe a little better prepared for it now than you were then? Um, you put a lot of work in. I know you did. I did, but I'm more of a person where I gotta do this work. Yeah. To learn it better, I can't just read a book and say, "All right." Yeah. I'm more of a hands-on person. So. And if you had someone maybe to yeah. kind of bounce stuff off of, yeah. which I mean, I'm no good. Lord knows I just made it through accounting. And I, I know you bitched to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even get to tell you. Why do you like this? I can't even get to tell you much. I just like accounting. So, well, interesting. I, mean, I know our goal for Allison is this fall for her to get going on it, you know, and kind of focus on her. And um, 
you know, I, I always, I've always said education isn't the end all be all. You certainly don't have to have an education, but a lot of times they get you in the front door, yeah. the ticket that get you in. And so a lot of times you, you, you still can get in the door, but a lot of times you have to do a lot of extra legwork. Whereas if you have this piece of paper, you just, you're automatically in it. So a lot of people want that degree. So. Even if it's an associates or what? Yeah. Maybe Allison would like a trade school. She could be a welder. <laughs> no. She, you know, Allison, to her credit, she was really smart about it. She went to school and she tried and just toiled around because she didn't know what she wanted to do, right? It's not for everybody. Yeah. And then she's kind of found her niche and her groove. And now since she's kind of got that, she can kind of tailor her schooling around that. And I think when she goes, I think what she'll find when she goes back this time, she probably will find like that's not how this works because I actually do this and that's not right. But and that's okay because we all experience that. But she will find that some things she'll learn better. I know she's well able to get a little better at some coding for website because she does have to toy around with that a little bit. And just I think you know I think it'll be good for her. So she's gonna go through Northwood for marketing. Yep, good for her. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, she's got a. I think she has like. Allison has like a half a ACC semester left, and then she can start at Northwood. So hopefully she'll do that, we'll put that to bed, and then move on. So <clears throat> baby steps. That's all you got to do. All right. One foot in front of the other. You ready? I know this is hard on you. Yep. Go ahead. All right. Our second subject topic, whatever you want to call it. It's a question I posted on Facebook a couple months ago. I got a really weird response from people because they kept talking about stuff I didn't ask about. So I don't know if they didn't ask, read the whole thing or what, but I wanted to know what had the better run between the mid 80s in the mid 2000s was it r&b or hip-hop and rap this has been on my mind for i don't know how long but i love both the genres of music it's what i listen to mainly i mean in my car you listen to backspin and xm fly backspin's now rock the bells I have mixed feelings about that but <laughs> that's all right i do love that song I, I love Rock the Bells, so like I wasn't too upset. But at least they picked the right song. They could have named it after something a lot worse. LL Cool J is the right person to have that station, but still. <clears throat> so when you told me you wanted to debate about this, the first thing I did. So I guess we kind of have to separate some things. The first thing is there's going to be some data behind this, right? So there's going to be. A, Album sold, awards won. Of course, they didn't really start a hip hop award until like what late nineties, two thousand, early two thousand. It was, it was the early nineties. Early nineties. It, it was when the East Coast West Coast beef was happening. Okay. So mid nineties or so. So the first thing I did is I went to Billboard's top two hundred albums of all time. Do you know what the number one Billboard album of all time is? By the way, performing Adele Twenty One. Really, number two. I'm just gonna give you some because I just wanted to show you where this to get you how I started. So number two, Sound of Music, three, Thriller, and then there's some Taylor Swift, Garth Brooks. You get going down here, Whitney Houston, 
then Usher, Confessions at 16, and then you keep going, the Bodyguard soundtrack. Finally, at 24, so the 24th album of all time is the first hip-hop album. Do you know what it is? And it's very commercial. Go as commercial as you possibly can go with hip-hop. Probably like Macklemore or something. It's kind of like that MC Hammer that you can't touch this album. So, like, by looking at the charts, the fact that there's a couple of R&B yeah. <clears throat> on there versus you got to go away to 25 to get the hip-hop, my initial reaction was R&B. I mean, even before I did the data. And then I started looking at the data, and then I'm still at R&B. But the problem is, is if I ask you to start naming some like great R&B groups, okay, so, and, we, and you and I can do that, but I mean really, really great, like, or we'll say acts all yeah. time. So like Boys and Men obviously is on there. Yeah. New edition. New edition. And I mean, you probably could say like, I mean, if you want to, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're really big. Um, but then it kind of like there's a whole bunch of really cool R&B that you and I like and appreciate, and I mean they it might have gone platinum, but now if I ask you, okay, so now name some hip hop artists, some really good hip hop artists. I just yeah right. So like I've been thinking about this. Okay. Between the mid '80s and the mid 2000s. That's when hip-hop and rap grew and reached its peak. And then there was a slight, it just started going downhill. I hate today's hip-hop and rap. You don't like trap beats? Yes, I. it's not rapping. It's, I don't know what it is. That's why I like that Eminem verse, because he makes fun of mumble rap. <laughs> but but I, anyway, I, I understand. It's... Uh, it's hard to say that about R&B, though, because that started back in the 50s and 60s, probably peaked late 60s, early 70s, and it had a long peak, I guess. But then in the 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, started going down. I don't really know of any R&B acts today that have started up, I guess. I mean, the only one that I can think of that he was on this list was Usher. Usher's probably the only R&B artist. I mean... And he isn't putting out much music, though. It's, I mean, Alicia Keys, maybe. I mean, you can think of, like, some female artists, but, like, male groups like Boys the Men or, like, The Four Tops, you know, yeah. like, you're, like, you're thinking. I mean, even... I mean, because we can go on. I, I don't want to get people thinking you and I are man about this. But <laughs> um, you're, you're right. There isn't a lot of groups around that just like. But here's my problem now. Are you a prisoner of your generation? Are you saying, are you sitting here and just like, you know, closing yourself off from getting. Probably a little. Because I know there's still some great hip hop out there. 
and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. He's put out nothing but great albums. Yeah. I would listen to him all day. Yeah. I mean, I can't say the same thing about R&B because it's mostly autotune now, which I can't stand. I think part of R&B is, it's very, I mean, hip-hop is, hip-hop became super commercialized. Like, right around when you said it started going downhill is right when it really started making money and became really commercialized. And I think, I always said, I used Eddie Murphy and Adam Sandler's careers. You know, when, when Disney Murphy kicked in is when Eddie Murphy kind of just was like, eh. I'm just going to do it to make the money. That's how I feel about Ice Cube. Okay. So, like, yeah. you can do it, you know, put your ass into it. The Save the Last Dance song, I felt, was like the beginning of the end for Ice Cube. And that's not saying that, that I, I love that song. I love that song. And, you know, when it plays, all the, you know, and I know the words to the song. So I'm not saying I hate the song. It's a good well, running song. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it just seemed like that was Ice Cube's point, right? Like when he became, he's no longer the, the street NWA guy that he was. He's reached a whole different level of. Yeah. Well, it probably could have started with Friday, too. Yeah. Well, but Friday was very risque in a way. It was. Yeah. <clears throat> I am. Yeah. I just miss the old days, I guess. It's another old man thing. Right. I mean, you and I have them. You and I are filled with them. I agree. I mean, whether it's. I mean, you can go on and on. Whether it's like high five, like Tevin Campbell. Yes. And I mean, like. You know, it's just like when I hear that, before I let you go, before I let you go, you know, like when I hear that song, when when a, when a certain song comes on the radio, I just almost want to stop my car, put it in the park. I know. And just listen to it. Like I'll, if, it, if the right song comes on in that generation and like I'm getting out, like I'm at my destination, I'll wait in the car and finish the song. Now. I've done it. Yeah. And I texted you one time or I put it on Facebook. Yeah. I stayed in my car to listen to Shy. Yeah. Shy's another great group. You know, I mean, Shy wasn't just necessarily one hit wonder like H Town was. You know, they, they had a they had a good first album. Yeah. Um, and then there's stuff like Jagged Edge. Yeah. Right. Drew Hill. You know, they, I mean, they were around, but they were like they were kind of toward the tail end of it. They right? were. I mean, so, they they were the transition groups. Yes. Yeah. And that's where. I get like with hip hop, it's crazy, right? Because I think the difference between, I mean, admittedly, you and I just went and saw Boys the Men a little while ago, but I mean, Jay Z was in the early 90s and he's still making music right now. He's gone through that whole, you know, time. So, like, in a lot of ways, you know, you can, it's so much easier to say hip hop because he's been around for so long. You know, but like, like in my lifetime, volume one, Jay-Z is so different than Jay-Z now. He's changed a lot. He's had his up and down, up and downs. But at the same time, like that 444 album was really good. It was. So like, I can't sit there and say it's bad. I'm just saying like. Kingdom Come. Oh, so good. <laughs> Kingdom Come was. People have said he probably should have stopped at the, after the Black album, but then he's made Wash the Throne in 444. Watch the Throne had to be made because 
Jay-Z and Kanye did so much stuff on each other's albums that they just needed to do an album together. And it was, Watch the Thrones, one of my favorite albums. It is really good. I, I mean, would it, say it's a classic. <laughs> you almost. Give it another couple of years, you could be able to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're asking me, I'm going to tell you, I think R&B had a better run. But I can tell you that because hip-hop's still around. Like I feel like hip-hop's still relevant. I can't not really tell you many R&B groups right now. I'll even try to pull one up for you really quick. Well, well the think? ones I have here probably aren't doing anything. Mariah Carey does stuff once in a while, but she's gone off on her own. And That's Jay-Z's fault, by the way. It's a lot of people's fault. Dear Jeter, Eminem. Yeah. But, I mean, people on my rap list have, are still putting out music. And outcast once in a while. You're solo. But anyway. So, okay. I thought of somebody relevant for both of us. John Legend. Yes. He's on my list. But I haven't heard much from him. Yeah. He came out with like a poppy song right now. Um, I don't know if do you want to throw Rihanna in there? She's sort of a mix of R and B and pop. I guess we could throw her on there. I mean, you can make the argument of Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I'm just saying you can make the argument. Um, one of my Favorite people to listen to, like recently, is an R&B artist. The weekend, I enjoy the weekend. He's an R&B. He's auto tune R&B, which yes. you talked about, which I know that you have a hard time with that. I can see the pain in your face already. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some people out there. I think Leon Bridges, he's sort of in that. He's more of the '60s and '70s R&B right now. So I, don't I don't know if he's making albums for each genre or yeah. each decade or what but i enjoy him bruno mars his early stuff was sort of r&b he's another one that's a mix of r&b and pop i guess it goes back to your thing r&b is really commercial well i think a lot of everything is really commercial and that's just but i mean to give you an idea i'm at 118 now just on itunes top and I've named what three or four, yeah. and the John Legend I actually just came with on my own. So, so <laughs> I saw Megan Trainer on there, and it clicked John Legend. So <laughs> yeah, so if you're going to put me on the spot, hold a gun at me and tell me to pick one. I'm picking R and B. What are you picking? I'm gonna go with hip hop and rap, just because of how big it grew in that 20 years. I mean, you can't the. It, it, it touched everything. It still does to this day. It did. It, it reached its peak. And you just can't really say that about R&B. I mean, those 20 years were sort of a plateau for R&B, I guess. Well, and I mean, uh, I mean, maybe a little bit people were dressing like them and changing everything. But, like, you know, you look at the Fab Five, which had deep hip-hop roots to it. Yeah. You know, and just look how it all tied together. I think 
you know, you could definitely say hip hop more came into a culture than R&B than by far. So it was definitely more influential. Yeah. I just am old, so I like R&B music. Oh, I, I still love my R&B. I think I like the R&B videos more than the hip hop videos. Yeah. I mean, I went into a sort of deep dive Saturday night. Oh, on man. YouTube could be a bad place. It is. And I watched that Back at One video. And it just didn't end well. No, Back at One. Probably the saddest video I've ever seen. Back yes. at One really is. I'm talking about the Brian McKnight version, not the country version. No, I don't. And I don't that doesn't ever count. I'm trying to think saddest videos. While you're thinking, I got another thing. Yeah, keep going while I think. I was watching the Nobody Knows video by Tony Rich. For some reason, they had a baby face picture up there. Yeah. And I was reading the comments, and <laughs> it was making me laugh because people are like, oh, this is baby face, and baby face sang back up on this song. And this isn't the original version. The country version is the original version. It's like, no. No, it's Tony Rich. I do love that Country Minds R&B songs. I know. They, They've and, done it with Nobody Knows and Back at One, and everybody thinks the country version was first. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, no. It's really good. I like that they do it. Um, there's some other some really sad music videos out there. I just can't think of them in my head right now. Oh, well. Anyway. People need to be listening to me going, um, what I'm trying to think about. If anybody wants to cry, just watch Back at One video by yeah. Brian McKnight. That's true. If you haven't watched the Brian McKnight Back at One, um, watch it and just have some Kleenex ready. He didn't even start singing yet. I saw her go for the phone. It's like, done. Crying. Yeah. And him walking through the cornfield. It's because I knew what was happening. Yeah. I oh, knew yeah. what was going to come. It's. it's just watch it if you haven't watched it. It's just absolutely heartbreaking. But at the same time, like, it's amazing. Like, it is. that song and Brian McKnight, like, um, I I guess, I don't know if he came from the Babyface tree, but, I mean, I know he had, like, I know him and the Boys the Men. Of course, Boys the Men, you know. So it's like, I don't know, but Brian McKnight was really good. He's He has some classics. In yeah. One um, Last Cry. Yeah. Which wasn't that his first? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that video too, and he was really young. So. Yeah, I think that was the first time I remember him, Brian McKnight. Um, so I think Boys and Men is probably the biggest R&B act of that era, like with what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what is your number one most influential hip hop person then? Like, if you're going to say that one, and you have to put like. Like if we, we were going to do a bracket, right? We're going to put R&B on the one side. We're going to put hip hop on the other side. Then Boys and Men comes out on this side. Who's Boys and Men facing in the championship? I really think it's going to be Biggie and Nas in the semifinals. Really? I do. It could be Rakim and Nas in the semifinals because they had to just they just have the cleanest flows. And anyway, if you told me Nas, I wouldn't be mad. I, you know, like Nas pops up, like when I listen to a song, I'll be like, holy cow, I forgot all about that verse. Like last week when I was sending you that We Made Your Song, yeah. I totally forgot. Like usually because I, I usually only get it through the first verse and then I'll like skip the next one. But I totally forgot about that Nas verse and I was just like listening to it and I was like, holy 
smokes. People like forget about Nas because they only remember him for his first album, which is it was a classic. Yeah, I mean he hasn't made anything close to that lately or ever. I mean Illmatic so is yeah, but his second album was pretty decent. Yeah, I think I'll go with Nas in the finals against Boys and Men. Nas versus Boys and Men. So like. Here's how I'm going to play this to you, just because I want to watch your face. I kind of wish we had a video or like a yeah, live feed. So you got Nas and you got Boys and Men. Who do you got? Who's going to win that battle? Well, it's going to be Boys and Men. I was going to say, I was, I was kind of hoping that you were going to tell me that Nas would, but I was going to tell you, but I'm bringing back Big Mike <laughs> in the championship game. <laughs> it's always going to be Boys and Men, even without Mike. Yeah. Um, Boys and Men's really good too. I. What can you say? They had a baby face. Baby face is an underrated producer. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I, I think even – I don't think people really – I'm starting to change my mind. <laughs> I don't think people understand all the things that baby face had his fingers in. Like, until you really start – you would have to, like, pick it up and, like, go through the, the notes and, like, oh, my God, he produced this one or, you know, he read – sometimes he wrote a song and he'd even produce it. It was just, you know, he wrote Into it. the road. Yeah. Yep. That um that babyface live at New York City oh. with Stevie Wonder, yeah, gone too soon, really good, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so and this is why you and I really don't want to talk about this too much because you and I can go on and on about this because and we have just stop twenty minutes of rambling on about what we think is better. So we come out. You think you think if I had the better time, yes. but you picked Boys the Men as, yes. as the number one icon. Overall, it's hip hop and rap, but condensed down to one, it's R and B. Boys the Men. Yes. I just love such Boys a Men. well. I mean, I don't think I think everybody can name or knows a Boys the Men song, yeah. most part. And I don't know if everyone knows a Nas song. I don't know if Alice can name a Nas song. She, if you played one for her, she would know it was Nas. No, I think she could say, yeah. well, if I rule the world or you know, yeah. something like that. So, um, yeah. It is what it is. It's tough. It is. When probably, honestly, in two weeks, you'll change your mind because probably. it's that good. Yeah. So, all right. All right, Brad. So we're going to do a top five, back and forth. And we had a hard time figuring out what we're going to do this week because the problem was let's, so let's talk about it. the Jersey one, I think is a good one, but it is. we can save that for another time. Maybe wait for Matt since yeah. he suggested it. And then um, we talked about cereals, but I have a feeling that maybe one of our guests would want that. Yeah. So we've decided I'm going with. Top five things, phrases that bother us or annoy us. <clears throat> so, um, why don't you go? All right. My number five is when somebody says, going to war, we're talking about sports. <laughs> you're not going to war. You're just going to play a game. That's Bill amazing. Simmons says this all the time, and it just annoys me every time. <laughs> Who are you going to choose when you're going to war? Do like, you feel like it's disrespecting our servicemen a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, my dad was in the Army, so it's just... I mean, really, it's just a game. It is. Yeah. You're not going to war. Nobody's dying. You're just 
going to play a game. That reminds me of uh, what's Majigit? Um, the guy tight end for the Bucks. Um, he was a kid of a famous um, tight end that played for the for the Chargers. Winslow, Winslow Kellen Winslow. He's like, I'm a soldier. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> so the number five thing, word, phrase, thing that bothers me, I don't like the term snowflake. Or libertard or anything. I don't like any political taglines with the negative connotation because inevitably, the minute you call somebody that, it puts them on edge. And then it already we've we've gone from name calling and it escalates and just takes this turn into, you know. I think for some reason, without us getting too much into it, we've lost civil like just common courtesy when discussing things and it makes us to the point where we don't discuss things, which in a lot of times I think it's even worse because I think we need to talk about things more. And I mean, you and I are two great people are two great examples of people that really don't see eye to eye and everything, but I mean, we still talk about it. We're still friends. And I think, um, you know, I just, for some reason, out of all the ones that are out there, you know, snowflake bothers me the most. I just think, I don't know. I mean, I think if people are making fun of a generation or a group of people that come across as too sensitive. And a lot of times the people that are talking about those things, to have compassion and empathy should not be a bad thing. We shouldn't be making fun of anything. We need more of it. And the fact that people are going to make fun of them for that, I just, I don't understand it. I don't get it either because each snowflake is different. Well, yeah. And I just, <laughs> I mean, I know I get it. I do. I understand the whole thing. I just think that, I don't know. So that's my thing. I understand that. Number four for me is when gate is put at the end of controversy. Ooh. Like deflate gate or video gate. And I don't understand why they would do it because Watergate was actually the hotel name. <laughs> it was just water. It was Watergate. So why are you adding gate to the end of it? It just... I think it's dumb, but that's just me. But it is the word that goes with scandal. Like, it takes on a scandal meaning, so whatever yeah, you want to do. Like, again, I understand why they do it, but don't do it. <laughs> that's amazing. So number four, I'm guilty of. I, and I'm guilty of it even on this podcast. I'm guilty of it in my life, and it's like the phrase, I don't know. Like, so there's two ways that you use it. And the one way that bothers me is, it's like, well, where are we going out for dinner? I, I don't know. Or like when we're with your people, we have to decide, I don't know. So that's the one that really annoys me. But it's a white person. <laughs> it is not. So, but I can, the other thing I don't like is when, and this is the one I'm guilty of, is when you have something that maybe you don't want to say or you're scared of how it's going to go over. So you're like, ah, never mind. I don't know. Yeah, I actually do know. I, I can tell you exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> I just don't know if I should say it. So um, I'm the first one to raise my hand and say I do that. You know, but uh, we're all there. Yeah. All right. Number three for me is full stop. If you just want to stop talking, stop talking. You made your point. But when you're typing, it's a period. No more. You don't have to put full stop. I mean, you know when you're done talking. I've really never seen this. I hear it all the time. I even saw it on a post on Facebook this weekend. Somebody was writing out what they were thinking, and they said, full stop. It's like, just stop talking. You don't have to say full stop. 
just stop talking. Just stop typing. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I I guess I didn't know that was a thing. So it is. It does seem kind of annoying. Um, hey, I just saw AACU commercial. Yes, with their Photoshop. Yeah. So, um, for me, number three. Sorry, not sorry. So like, <laughs> just own it. You know, I mean, yeah. like, or you know, just say what you're gonna say. You know, like if you know, hey, you know. I mean, meat on, you know, I'm having a steak during Lent. Sorry, not sorry. You know, like. If you weren't sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I guess just sorry, not sorry. I mean, and it's cute to use it as a hashtag sometimes for things, you know. But um, I think most of the time people are using it in a point where maybe society is making them feel like they're supposed to feel bad about something, but they really don't. But if anything, you should own it. You should. Excuse me. All right. Number two is feels. <laughs> How hard is it to add an ing to that and say feelings? Stop shortening words that need to be that don't need to be shortened. Oh, it hit me in the feels. I use you know that. So I use feels sometimes. Not a lot. It's just, it just annoys me. It's getting to your feelings, not your feels. Your feels is when you touch something. <laughs> Anyway. I love how you had your, your hand out in a high school pose, like you're groping someone or something. <laughs> you're Even feeling better. something. It's amazing. Anyway, that's my number two. I can tell that you, that one felt good for you to get off. This is it's, kind of therapeutic for you, is, isn't it? It is. So um, number two for me is whatever. I don't mean that in a way of like whatever. I mean that in a way of like most guys can understand this, and hopefully someday you will, is when – your significant other is mad at you and they just go, whatever. It doesn't feel very good. <laughs> very nice. So yeah, I, I just don't like whatever it's taking on this thing for me. Like, you know, whatever. So yeah. All right. Number one for me is organic slash organically. When talking about doing something, Oh, we did it organically. No, you just did it. <laughs> I don't know why we decided to do this. Just because organic food is out there, like, oh, just because it's produced fresh, it's organic. So an idea is just, it came to me organically. No, it didn't. It just, you thought of it. <laughs> you thought of it. You didn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not up on the lingo and. Well, I think the term is usually meant from like kind of like our podcast. It's kind of been somewhat of an organic experience. Whereas, but you know, and kind of how we've gone through this whole process of um, doing it and some of the things we've learned, right? Some things have worked that haven't worked. Yeah. Um, the good, the bad. And, you know, Maybe we share with our listeners, like, I don't, we, I thought we had to talk about this in the next segment, probably about what we like and what we've done, don't like, or whatever, you know, yeah. um, maybe even the people can understand, like, you and I certainly don't think this is a perfect experience by any stretch of imagination. So like, maybe we can talk a little more open about some of the things that we don't like about it. And, um, but anyways, so that's your number one thing that upsets you more than anything else. Yep. So what upsets me, my number one thing, 
is when someone says, no offense. And then they proceed to go shit on you. So, like, no offense, but that shirt makes you look fat. Or anything along that lines. Obviously, I'm going to take offense to it if you're saying that. <laughs> so, like, I just... Don't beat my ass. Yeah, I just hate that. Like, but at the same time, it's the world we live in. People like you are, want to stop them, like... Yeah, I'm going to take offense now. Yeah, uh, but I am going to take offense now. Thanks for the heads up. Don't don't take it personally. We hear that. I get that one a lot at work because, you know, unfortunately, the nature of cars, people are like, well, don't take it personally. I mean, I'm just, I really like you, but I just wanted to buy this. And, you know, if if you spent a week working with a customer, you know, figure two hours a day for five days, that's 10 hours. So essentially, you spend a whole day of your life working on this. I think I'm going to go, it's kind of hard not to take it personally, you know, but. At the same time, you just, it's the business. You just dust yourself off and move on. So, it is what it is. Whatever. I've thrown pens and markers across rooms before. Like, you wouldn't believe it. So, anyways, so yeah, that's my five. I think I love them. I love, I think they're all good. I feel better now. <laughs> I can tell you, you feel better. You felt really good about that organic one. I, that feels one really got to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll talk about the pot a little bit, right? Yeah. So our highest episode is, um, I don't want to share it, but we're at like 92 or 93. We're almost at 100 listens, which exceeds my expectations. I honestly did it. Um, I thought I would have been happy with 50 (laughs) because I don't know. I didn't really know 50 people that listen to podcasts. And admittedly, maybe it's just one person listening to it over and over again, like your mom. Just trying mm-hmm. to support us. I know it's not her. So. <laughs> yeah, good point. But anyways. Um, she doesn't even know how to get to the podcast. So the things I don't like. Um, I hate listening to myself afterwards the next day. So I do a poor job of editing it. So because like I just like, oh, I don't want to listen to me. Um, the software we use is very limiting. So like we can't move things around and change yeah. things and cut things out. So a lot of times those awkward weird things when they happen and we have we're stuck with them or they long gap maybe in between while we're adjusting mics or taking a sip of water you know our viewers have to deal with them but um sound quality another thing it's not bad but it's definitely not the best and you, you know maybe our viewers don't know this but we don't know how much money we want to spend and how serious we want to make this and you know you know cost to have it done right is probably about 500 bucks which I mean, in the end of the day, it probably doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean, for two guys that are just shooting the shit in your kitchen, it, it's a lot of money, you know. So, um, and if it grows and it gets cooler and better and all that other stuff, then oh my god, somebody just rolled up on your curb. It's my roommate. Oh, okay. Your roommate. Brad's got a roommate. Yeah, your roommate. You know. Moved in last week. Yeah. So, still looking for a girl. Still oh, looking man. for that girl. Worked it in. People are like, man, he's not going to say it. Right at the end, I worked it. Working it every episode, so it happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, sound and like quality and production, maybe fanciness. I think that's something. I mean, I know we've talked with Jeff um, and Doc from Thunder Bay Theater about doing an intro for us. That's probably going to happen really soon. I just don't know how if we want to add music and what we want mm-hmm. to say. 
can make it a little elaborate. Yeah. And um, I like the guests. I think the people like the guests. I've heard a lot yes. of positive reviews. You know, people stopping me saying, hey, I like. Um, and if people want to continue, I think the two things people need to understand is one, if they ever want to be on, certainly, yeah, just ask because we're not going to care. Um, we're not hard to find. No. And if you know, people have some feedback they want to give us, you know, go ahead. Yeah, so please. Brian's roommate's about to come in. Got so, like, email address and Facebook. Just yeah. Let us know. So, um, so you hear a door open. Yeah, door. this could be awesome. He's going, what in the world? I told him about this. So, like, my ultimate goal for this podcast, which you know, I think I've shared with like two people on the planet, I just want to cut Casper Air Mattress. <laughs> That's all you want. That's all I want. You want a new mattress. Like, once I get to the point where our Casper sponsors us, it gives me a new mattress, and I can say, hey, it comes in a little box, and then it opens up, and um, we get to, that's what I mean, and we get to have the, I got a free bed, then I'm good. All you want is a free bed. I just want a free bed. We can so, shut it down after that. No, we're not going to shut it down, but I'm just saying. So, which brings up another thing, um, like sponsorship. Yeah. I mean, do you... Want us to get sponsors? Is that something you would? How do you feel in the middle of here, just like Bill Simmons does, where he's like, also, well, Brad, I know you. You know you look thirsty. Maybe I'm, what you need to do is, if we could do ads every once in a while, maybe you, I, I think we're I think sponsorship would help us. We're close. I think we're a lot closer than you, any of either of us think about it. There's nothing wrong with it. I have no problem with sponsorships. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. I don't want it to be extravagant right now. I mean, like Sea Geek. I don't know. Maybe Sonos would be right. <laughs> it would be like, um, hey, Brad. I don't know many events in our area yeah, that would. That's be, what I mean. That's what's so awesome about it. Hey, Brad, the other day when you missed Hamilton, did you use Sea Geek? And people would be like, you live in Alpena. <laughs> Hamilton's not coming to the Thunder Bay <laughs> Theater yeah. or Alpena Civic Theater. Yeah, so, like, I think it's funny because, I mean, I think those of you guys who listen to podcasts know that. These are the type of ads that happen all the time on them, so that's why Brad and I are kind of poking fun at them. So, um, but yeah, so I guess uh, I definitely like to have maybe like your like a niece and nephew on soon, maybe once the summer school's yeah, out. We'd, yeah, we'll probably have to wait till then, just like a but a short, it doesn't have to be yeah. a whole episode of, yeah, I don't think know, it'd be very long, anymore. but yeah, but just short, there. There. yeah, <laughs> and then have them like banging symbols in the background, which I don't know if that'll. But you know, because just there's chaos. So, yeah. um, you are having your housewarming soon. Yes, next month. Next month. Um, that'll be fun. We might do one then. We might. And then anybody that comes, we they want to jump on. Yeah. They could do a little short spot. I thought yeah, that'd be short fun. interviews or something. Yeah. I've been waiting have for my you mom to... on so she can try. Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. Um, I have had the perfect housewarming gift for you, and I've been waiting for you to have this party so I can give it to you. <laughs> And I was getting mad because I was like, it's one of those, it's season dependent kind of. So well, like. A couple of weeks ago, we had a snowstorm. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to plan stuff. You're right. You're right. Plus, the more people asked me when I was having it, the less I wanted to have it. Because <laughs> I'm sort of like that, you know, the more people ask me for something, it's like, yeah, I, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> well, I think what you can do is, and you're, I know part of you wanted to utilize your outdoor space. So that's good. Um, so it'll be fun. It will be. You don't need to make anything crazy. No. It'll probably be hammers and hot dogs. But I do have fireworks still left over from the past two years. If you want to fire them off. We're in the city. We can't. 
I probably could fire him off at my house. You probably could watch him. You probably could. But you do know a guy. <laughs> I do know a guy. Um, and he'll be – he's invited to the party. I like it. And he's going to come. He may not accept your Facebook request, but – He still hasn't. But he's going to come to your party. Seven years later, I'm still <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Amazing. It's all um, good. It's all good. Do we want to do the charter kickoff this year? When is it? It's usually in the fall, like early, like early fall, late summer, like last week of September, October-ish. All right, we'll see. Because I do have that South Dakota trip. No, that's fine. I that's, guess that's the middle of September. Yeah. Are you running any big races this year? I have nothing planned right now. Just more focused on getting my run. The costume run together. And we and probably could update the costume run, right? Because we got some stuff we could talk about a little bit about that. Yeah. So the route's been approved. The route has been approved. Uh, we have approval to use the fairgrounds, but we're in the top. Me and you and Ryan are talking about maybe using the merchant's building. Well, I think we have to. We're, I'm just, I was being poly pissy pants about the whole thing, but I mean, we'll have to do what we have to do. So. Yeah. Um, there's whatever about it. So, um, just we gotta get them money together. Why don't you tell our good listeners where our who, where the money is going to this year? Uh, all proceeds will be going to the Boys and Girls Club. We've set that up with Brad Summers already, who may come on the podcast. Maybe a long one, so we might yeah. have to do it on a Saturday or Sunday. So. Brad scary. Brad scares me. Um. Because Brad could talk like he can, yes. And like, from that short meeting we had at the short, it was a couple hours at the black sheet. But. That's why Brad's the right person for that job because he's so passionate. Yeah. Excuse me, just goes on and on and on about it, and not in a bad way. It's just you know, you could just it just oozes out of him, and um, he's just the passion he has for helping kids, and the there's a need for that in our community, whether people know it or not. And I'll, but the other thing that I like he's trying to do is there's for a while there was a stigma attached to the boys and girls club where it was maybe like a place for less fortunate kids to go. Yeah. And they're slowly working on kind of changing that to just being all kids go yeah. and a place where everyone can go. And um, I think that'll help out a lot. I'm sure they were busy when we had that big snowstorm too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. need all the help we can get. Anything else? No. Well, going hey. back to our podcast, I just want to say I enjoy doing this every week. I do too. We've talked, you know, of course, we said that in a text conversation that we've had. I look forward to this yeah. every week. Um, you know, uh, those of you who don't know Brad, like, um, he was living with his parents while I just bought this new house. And then, like, I would just text you like what you did last night. You know, I didn't really do it a lot. And, and I kind of, for like your, I mean, I wanted to give you space to get to know your place, but I, I was concerned that you're spending your, just every night here by yourself. You it know? Was. And, and, and I, and I kind of, and I'm not saying that this is the only reason we're doing that, but I, I told you, you know, like, we've hey, been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Let's go try to go to trivia on Tuesday. You know, get you, you know, just those are things. And it's good for me too. Cause it's something I, I you're right. Something I want to do. I do enjoy doing, um, I don't like really long Facebook posts where it's, it's wordy because I know people skip over it. But I do like having thought, not just with myself, but with other people and yeah. just deep diving into some things, you know. Conversation is good. Conversation, yes. I don't and, talk much, but I like to listen to people. Well, and I learn things. That's the other thing I think 
<clears throat> um, this is getting me to talk more. So. And the more we can get you to talk. I think that's the one thing I don't like about the guests and something we could work on is like, um, I know usually I have an area of like, there's like four points I want to hit with the guests. Like Griff was like, when I talk about the basket case, when I talk about Cabin Creek, you know, and I wanted to make sure we got to that. And like, as long as we got to that, I was happy, but you might not have talked for a whole half hour during that whole thing. So like getting a point where, you know, maybe it's more of like, hey, you know, where it's more things that you can contribute or whatever. But at the same time, when we're just interviewing someone, I guess there's really nothing we can do about I, that. I got to be more assertive. Yeah. I got to learn to talk over people sometimes. Yeah. Kind of be a dink. But... Be a dink, like me. So I. What it is, though. Well, I mean, like I said, I think one thing I've, I've noticed is the more prepared we are, the better it flows. Yes. So when we can get a chance to work on it. And of course, now that I'm going to school, I have lots of time to work on it. So um, this last two weeks where, where my project was doing, like, everything kind of got put on the back burner. So, but you know, it's done. And I think, um, I know I have, I think guests lined up for us the rest of the month. Right. Good people. Um, one, all three, you know, one in a way, but how well you know, I don't know. The one I know you know really well. So the end of the month, we had Dylan Wallace going on. He's going to talk about his golf outing. Maybe pick his brain a little bit like talk baseball or something. Baseball, maybe they'll just practice a little bit, you know, like what it's like to – I think it's neat when people open a business. Yeah. Because um, there's nothing more high wire of an act to me than, than opening a business. And they probably the – the entrepreneur probably thinks there's nothing more overrated than opening a business. <laughs> so um, – Yeah, we just our young people opening a business. Yeah. It's always good for the community. And they're doing a great job. Yeah. And they're doing some great stuff. So I'm always feeding, trying to feed them people. Yeah, and I don't know if he necessarily even needs that anymore. Like, poor Dylan. So um, next week, uh, my buddy Chris Yachik. All right. Okay, so because he we just share the share same birthday, and um, he just actually texted me. He's like, "Hope you work out." Because we're really excited. So right. um, he and I have lots of stories, and I have no idea what it's going to be. But he did tell me. A top five thing that he wanted, and I think unfortunately it kind of tied in with us. Hang on here. Pet peeves. I'll try. To, I'll try to give five. You can find five. I'm probably sure. You can just use three of those right there because I can saw the feels. <laughs> I saw what it did to you. It hit you in the feels, all right. Not in a good way. No, it didn't. <laughs> um. So, and then the week after that, so in between Chris and Dylan. Is uh, Jaron Suswitz, who um, he opened the blue collar in Mayo. So um, I played softball with him. Okay. Jordan podcast. He video and he travels all over North America doing hunting video shows and stuff. I mean, he's been on like Mike Avery Great Outdoors and stuff like that. So he's going to be like Zag where he's really training and he really knows what's going on and he's going to see our setup and laugh about it and everything. But um, at the no, same time, like. He's been gracious enough to agree to come on and you know talk a little bit about so hunting opening store again just a lot of stuff golf oh he wanted to talk to five golfers all right okay. do that. so he's a big Tiger Woods fan so I think he's probably have Tiger so all right so that's that's um rest of May and then the June you know we got it'll be interesting to see what we got going on I know that Aaron will be home then we get a pie with the twins. You know, you wanted to do that. You can do um, a little thing with the housewarming party and maybe 
incorporate that with our Monday episode for that week or something. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to do it on Mondays, right? So, yeah. I mean, we can do it. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen next weekend. Like, if the if the group's sitting around and we're having a beer and they want to, I might fire up a couple. And what I'll do is I'll just keep the segments. Yeah, and then if we want to drop one in, we can drop one in or whatever. But, um, just make sure you do it in the kitchen. <laughs> it's such a mess right now. Act all, the re- ask the restaurant owner, can we use your kitchen for a second? <laughs> I'm not going to get into there. We have 40 people, uh, roughly, because everybody's bringing their loved ones for this, right? So mm-hmm. you got, well, there's eight of us now that are going to be there, staying for dinner. So we have to find a place that will roughly hold 30 to 40 people. Um, on graduation and prom weekend in Midland, it's like, I said, we might just order pizza and um just sit it might be a good idea and just sit in the hotel area you want have the yeah. lounge area and just sit there and laugh and i'll get, go get a cooler beer and <clears throat> wrong with that. no i mean you know me i'm happy just <laughs> doing that but you know i got some fancy guys that i go to school with it's too bad it's time for the slumming garrett ando i'm gonna call you up put you on blast just slum it once in a while and one other thing to let everyone know, something that bothers me tremendously about our pod that I know it kind of bothers Brad too, but we haven't been able to do is we haven't been able to play music on this. And it's because it's the one thing that's gotten us through all the hoops and hurdles so quickly is because we don't put any music. There's no copyright infringements or liabilities or anything. <clears throat> but if you should, people should know if we could, we would be playing crazy songs for you every episode. <laughs> we would. Probably owe people a lot of money, but that's what I was trying to think of. Like if we could only have one song and it had to pay the thousand dollars to be able to play it on our podcast, what would that one song be? Well, right now it probably had to be We Major. God, I love that song. Kanye would charge us an arm and a leg. He would. He would. Might have to go to the Tribe Call Quest route somewhere. Can we kick it? Electric reactivation would be good too, just because of the beat. You could talk over the beat a lot. We could. We'll have to think about it later down the road. <laughs> All right. So, top pet pe- five pet peeves next week with Chris Yachik, Sonic, um, local musician too. So, we'll probably talk a lot about bands and stuff. And um, that'll be it. So, anything you got to say? Anything you want to get for shots? No, I think I'm good this week. That pop- top five pet peeve, really. Or top five things you only well, got a lot off my chest. I can tell that was very good. And my LeBron thing earlier in the podcast. I don't think I got anything. I was thinking, I don't, I'm good right now. I feel good with school and I'm ready for graduation to be over. A lot off your chest now. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll see ya.